Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. Today, I have a virgin guest on the show, which I'm super excited to have on because uh, this has been a while in the works. So welcome, Mr. Sean from Con Men Podcast. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I, I'm, I'm late, as usual. <laughs> I, I I don't know what it is about me. I've been I've been showing up late to everything lately. I don't, it, my brain's all over the place. Been researching. Better late than never. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was writing all my I was writing my episode today, and I was doing research. I, I mean, I'm I'm also doing another bonus episode that because I I just watched the Sound of Freedom last night. So me and mm-hmm. my partner, not 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 like. Like I'm, I'm married, so not like partner. Like I'm, 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 I'm like a gay as boyfriend. in your co-host. My co-host, he is kind of like my. I mean, if, if I was gonna be gay, I'd be totally gay for him. Adam Hester, he's great. He, my wife's like, what? She's like, you can't. You won't stop talking about Adam. I'm like, hey, he's great. I love him. <laughs> he's pretty funny. I have to say, listening to your shows, like some of the stuff that he comes up with, and I gotta tell you. Listening to um, your most recent episodes and on your soundboard, <laughs> when he played the N- Nate Diaz thing, I knew immediately <laughs> who that was because we're huge UFC fans and we watched all the seasons. And now, like, we went back and started the beginning and we're watching them again. And we literally had just watched that season. That's funny. I was like, that's Nate. He's so stupid. <laughs> Everything's retarded. <laughs> that that soundboard thing, it, it's it's been a real big hit. At first I didn't because like I know some people use a soundboard and they overdo it, but right. like we Adam Adam has no background in in like any audio stuff. He's 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 kind of like me. He grew up, he was uh he was a chef, but he's from he lives he's from California, but he's he moved, he's like one of the transplants, but he's he actually like he's actually cool. It's not like any of these other weirdos from California who moved to Texas. But he has like no background in, in audio or podcast or anything. And he just got a he, he got a, a roadcaster and he figured that shit out and he he loads it up with great sound sound the soundboard's amazing. And I've gotten so many compliments on the soundboard. <laughs> he's always got something unique and creative to put in there that's for sure <laughs> yeah he he has i mean that guy he's i mean there the way i met him was um at the at, at the old studio i worked at with uh drinking bros we uh there's another guy who was a co-host this guy um coop coop was and he he was like hey you want to you want a co-host it was like back like episode three so it was like one of his friends from when when because they used to be roommates in California, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess I will have him on because another guy had to had to drop out of the interview," and like ever since then he's been part of the show and he's been part of basically every episode except for like maybe three episodes. Well, and you've got you've got quite a few episodes under your belt, so that's impressive. Yeah, we're I think we're at because uh, I'm doing Waco Part Three. Uh, it'll be episode seventy-eight, so we're 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 getting down. Congratulations to you on that. So, for listeners who do not know you, haven't run across your podcast yet, tell the listeners a little bit about you first. Well, my name is Sean. Um, I so the way I the name of the podcast is Con Man Podcast, but the way I kind of 
put the show together because originally it was four people and four people is a, a shitload of people to have on a podcast. So like originally it was supposed to be like you ever ha- you ever out with your friends like late at night. And this kind of reminds me when I was in high school, we'd be driving around. I used to drive a van, a fucking like minivan, like a fucking weirdo. Not a creepy van, though, right? Not, not a creepy not van. Not handing out candy or anything, right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it has windows, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, but it, it, we used to drive around and we, 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 like, we'd park somewhere and we would just drink all night. And we would just talk about conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of my... That's one of my favorite, uh, like, memories growing up, hanging out with my friends, talking about conspiracies at, like, 3 or 4 in the morning. And, like, fast forward, I'm, I'm 36 now, so almost... You're uh, still a youngster. Yeah, still a youngster, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. And I was like, oh, what if I turn that into a podcast? And I meet Adam and then Coop and Joel from uh, the guys I used to do the show with, and... Uh, and then I, I told I told those two guys about it, and we, we were like, "Oh, this is a great concept." So we, I, so what I do is I write these episodes. I go into these rabbit holes, mm-hmm. and they really don't know what I'm going to come with. I'll send them notes, but they never read the notes. So like, they just come in kind of like dry <laughs> surprise. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they just kind of riff on it, and it's and it's been very successful because um, I think if you do a podcast with people that that you generally like, mm-hmm. I think they like we we just have a good. We got good chemistry and it's definitely, we, yeah, we're, and it, it's just fun. We, we like being around each other. We, when we, when we do the show, we like, um, cause we do it from Adam's house cause we built out a studio at his house and, um, and you can see it all on rumble. It, the video looks really fucking good cause we got two cameras, but anyway, um, so like we, we shoot our episodes and afterwards we'll like talk, we'll talk for hours because we, we, I mean, we, we have, we just, I mean, we have a good friendship and I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and you guys have such a good rapport together. Mm -hmm. So, and that it's humorous to listen to you guys because you never know exactly uh, what kind of tangent is going to come up (laughs) (laughs) during the shows, which I love because it's more, it's so much more organic that way. It's like a normal normal uh, conversation so oh yeah I, I appreciate that we um it, it was funny because i was uh on the side i do catering because me, me and my wife were we're we're, we're thinking of, we're trying to open up our own catering company but like for now to to like fund it and research it i'm getting back into catering mm-hmm. but there is there was a lady that was um i'm not saying i say lady like i hate women i don't hate women i love women <laughs> but <laughs> I, I i'm not particularly fond of this one though because because <laughs> I, I i mean i like wearing my merch like i'm right now i'm wearing my con man a hat and he's she was like you do a podcast or she was like what, what's that podcast i was like oh it's mine She's like, oh, could we do a podcast? What's it about? Conspiracy theories. And she was like, oh, I like conspiracy theories. She's like, what is it? I was like, I don't know if you're going to like it. She's like, no, just tell me what it is. I was like, fine. And I told her about it. And then I worked with her recently because I hadn't seen her in weeks because we don't really work together uh, often. And she's like, I have to talk to you about your podcast. I was like, uh-oh. She's like, your usage of the word gay is offensive to me. I was like, oh yeah, I do. I say everything's gay, but I mean, that's just how I talk. I'm not trying to be edgy or anything. It's just. You're being, you're being genuine and authentic. And that's, that's (laughs) what I love because 
that is my cup of tea. There's a lot of people that have that uh, like persona mm-hmm. that they put on during a show and then they're very different if you meet them in real life. Oh, no, I'm the same and guy. I, can tell, I was going to say, I can tell that you're, you're definitely like would be the, the cool guy to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love talking conspiracies. That's just who I am. And I, I, it's hard to be someone else. So I don't even try. Well, and you guys cover such a wide range of things that mm-hmm. um, I don't think a lot of people know, like the details. Oh yeah. You're like, Oh, I heard something about that on the news, but we'll, skip over that and ignore it or they won't look any further into something. So that's why I like your show because it's very, um, it's very diverse in topics. So what, um, like you personally, how did you get into cooking? First of all, um, well, first it was, it was something dumb. I was trying to impress a girl when I was in high school so I was like, man, if I can cook for it, I could probably take around a date. And then, and then I stupidly went to culinary school, which is a big scam. Mm-hmm. And I went there and I graduated. And then I moved back home to El Paso because that's where I'm from originally. And I was I was trying to get in working as a chef. And they're like, well, you're going to be a dishwasher. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, well, this is this this isn't fun. And then I kind of just stuck to it. I was like, well, there's nothing in El Paso. So I moved to Austin. I've been here for about 10 years. Been working in some of the I've been working in some of the, the higher end restaurants over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sorry. I had to burp. I don't know why. Every time I come on a podcast, I, I, I burp <laughs> all the time. I don't know if it's a, <laughs> it's a if it's an anxious thing or what. <laughs> I thought it was just a beer because we usually drink. Beer I was going to say it's always beer that makes me do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm in an extremely hot garage. I'm just because <laughs> the only place I can record the kids would be knocking on the doors but um but yes yeah, so I, I worked in restaurants in Austin eventually I I wanted to change careers but I've always had friends that had catering companies mm-hmm. around town so I've been always doing that on the side I've also went to school for like uh, video production and stuff like that so that's how I got into podcasting is mm-hmm. as soon as I got out of college I went and worked um, at a studio in Austin called uh, Drinking Bros. And then I worked there for you. That's where I started the podcast. And I did about 35 episodes there and they laid off a lot of the staff. So mm-hmm. and then that's how we ended up at Adam's um, Rape Dungeon. <laughs> Does he have shag carpet in there? Oh yeah, he has it all. <laughs> you can't, you just can't see it. <laughs> there, there's whips and chains and guns. It's fun. <laughs> so, with with that being said, when you um, did your latest series on uh, Waco and the mm. Branch Davidians, I was like. You definitely have to come on and we have to discuss that because um, we have a little something in common with the interest of that. Yes. I actually lived in Waco Mm -hmm. um, when that was going on. Uh, Yes. Went to school with with 
a lot of members from there, uh, worked with a couple and uh, also dated and one of the ATF agents <laughs> while, <laughs> while that was going on. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this because you said this pre-show. I was like, whoa, this is super cool because I know my mother-in-law, she lives in New York and one of her, I think her ex maybe her ex-boyfriend or husband i don't want to i don't want to say the wrong information in case because she listens to all my shows but <laughs> she knows somebody she was i think she may have been intimate with one of the members of the branch Davidians that 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 left mm -hmm. that oh, one of their survivors and she i'm trying i don't know if the guy is still alive she knows she knows quite a bit of people she she's in the she's in the community <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah yeah so it's very th this this thing is being from Texas, I hold it very close to my heart. Cause Absolutely. And being being a father and just seeing what they did, how, how they not only burned these kids to death, they also murdered them with hydrogen cyanide, which happens to CS gas, which I'm going to get it pretty in the detail on episode on the on the fourth part. But first, I want to hear your story because <laughs> you're so <laughs> I want you to get into that. Well, it was interesting because um, let me preface this by saying the apartment that I lived in, it was a townhome. And so it was probably like a mile mm -hmm. from the compound. And I could actually see like the day that it was burning. Oh, Jesus. I, I could see it from the balcony of my apartment. Um, so anyway, when I'm you know, I'm, I'm down there and I'm going to school with all these people. And all of a sudden, like they stopped showing up to class, you know, and, and the program I was taking at the time has very strict uh, rules as far as attendance goes to be able to, you know, pass your, pass your, uh, I don't know. You only get, you can like miss one day. That's yeah. it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they stopped coming. And so the professor is tasked with trying to get a hold of people. And, you know, there's like no, no contact information. There's no phone. There's no, like no way to get a hold of anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and so at the time I was also working two jobs while I was going to school. And so I, um, went out one night after work and got hit on by this ATF agent. And I was like, Oh, he pretty, pretty hot looking dude. Okay. Like I've never dated an ATF agent because uh, my dad used to work in the federal government. And he's like, you want to stay away from anybody in the government? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen. So yeah, uh, we, we got very intimate and I'm like, I'm like, are you from here? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, what are you doing here? And this is, I didn't know any of that stuff was going on at mm. the time, of course, until it started showing up on TV. And he's like, oh, I'm down here working on a case. And it was like tiptoeing around stuff, like didn't want to say anything, but I will say years afterwards, when he contacted me again, he was very adamant about the fact that uh, truth was not told. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. So he was not a um, he was not a fan, let's say, of what what the government did. Okay, yeah, that that's interesting because I, I always want to see because I know what was it FX that did the series where they they had basically both mm-hmm. sides. They have yeah. uh, that Thibodeau side, David Thibodeau, mm-hmm. and then they had the interrogator. I can't remember his name. So like you kind of see from the FBI slash ATF side, and then you see mm-hmm. the Branch Davidian side, right? And it, it's and I, I I know some of the if you ever watch any of the congressional hearings, some of the ATF guys were, were like this is this was sick. Mm-hmm. It was it was revenge. And that's right. what happened when they when they killed those four, when the four uh, ATF agents were killed, it just it turned into all out war. Mm-hmm. So these guys were trading, trading bullets, and even though the FBI was like, we never shot at the Branch Davidians, even though there's like visual proof of that. I, I was gonna say there there's there's video of a sniper, yeah, on the rooftop firing in through the window. Yeah, I believe that was Lon Hariuchi. Uh-huh. And anyone that knows about Ruby Ridge knows that Lon Hariuchi was also a sniper at Waco, but mm-hmm. he was also the guy that killed uh, uh, um, Vicky Weaver. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I don't know if you know about Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh was <laughs> he was at Waco walking around like he was there because it was a big media frenzy, but he would mm-hmm. show up to like gun shows with pictures of Lon Horiuchi and it would have his name and it had his address. So he, he was trying to find this dude out. Cause it, this thing did, uh, it, it, it radicalized a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, but the Timothy McVeigh things, a little, it, that, that's a, that's a whole other, that's a whole shit show that. Well, we and, and that's interesting too, because um, my hometown mm-hmm. that I'm from is the one that housed him after we he was charged. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is interesting. <laughs> so when uh when he actually got put in prison there, uh of course it was a media frenzy, you know, when they when they brought him in, like literally every news crew from I don't know 100 200 miles away mm-hmm. were lining the street. Yeah. Waiting for him to be taken into the prison. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild that him and Ted Kaczynski were at the same prison at the same time. Right. (laughs) That's a real pissing contest over there. Like, Mm. Jesus. (laughs) Who has the better bombs? (laughs) They're comparing notes. (laughs) Obviously, Ted Kaczynski, because a a fucking fertilizer bomb would not take down a a building like that. That's impossible. Well,. You know, one of the things that that I wanted to um, kind of talk about, since you do so many shows on on these kind of things with the Oklahoma City bombing and, you know, Ruby Ridge and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. is the common factor in all of it, the, the government shade. Yeah, it, it it's so... Are you are you asking what do, what do I think is the is a common denominator or, or or what do you mean? Um, like for me personally, it's always some kind of government uh, involvement, um, mm-hmm. government games, government tricks, cover ups. Yeah, 
you know, the, the whole nine yards. That's why my dad always says never trust anybody in the government Yep. because <laughs> he worked for the government. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> but that's the thing is um, explain to people that don't know, like the, the whole deal with Ruby Ridge. Let's talk about that first. All right. So Ruby Ridge, it's about Randy Weaver and his family. They, Vicki Weaver was kind of like a person that, that believed the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to, she wanted to move off the grid. So she moves off the grid with, with her family, Randy and uh, her kids. So they, they, they move into this cabin at Ruby Ridge, Idaho. It was Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. So they go out to Idaho, no electricity, no, no phone lines, nothing. They, 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 I think they even have their own water. I'm pretty sure they have their own well water. So they're completely off the grid. Everything. Mm-hmm. Randy Weaver lives in an area that has a lot of um, like white nationalists, a bunch of people like that. And I mean, the guy wants to go play pool sometimes. Got to get out of the house. Got to go get some drinks. So mm-hmm. only, I mean, those are the only people around. So goes out, hangs out with these people. And um, he he goes he starts showing up to their their meetings and of course he's 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 a guy that 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 lives off the grid so he's gonna have guns and everything and well this, of course because you gotta be able to get your own food yeah get your own food or if someone breaks into your house you got you gotta kill them I mean that, mm-hmm. that's just, that's what guns are for right. <laughs> when people say like what do you have a gun for you can kill somebody. Uh, yeah, if they come to my house, goddamn right I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so uh, there is an undercover ATF informant there, uh, and then he this guy convinces him to sell a gun to him, like a sawed-off shotgun, and he, he sells it to him. But the sawed-off, you, I believe the law. I don't. I think I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the sawed-off shotgun laws, but I think the one he sold him was legal. But he returns it to him and says, hey, I need this to be sawed off a little bit more. It was like a quarter inch. That mm-hmm. quarter inch made it illegal. So made it a federal gun charge. That made it a federal gun charge. So it, there was um, – so he gets indicted for these gun charges. And he's supposed to show up for court, but they changed the date. And he has no electricity or any phone. phone, so they can't reach him. They're and they're afraid to go to his door, so they don't. They tell him that the date is changed eventually, and they tell him the wrong date again. It was like by I think it was off by like a month, mm-hmm. and so he misses his date by like weeks. So now there's a warrant out for his arrest. So now you can get the ATF agents because he has a federal warrant for him. And they are again. They're 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 afraid to go go to his house. So they they set up the ATF, U.S. Marshals, all these guys set up a perimeter around his house. Uh, they set up a whole surveillance thing. And Randy Weaver and his family are in the cabin, and their their dog runs out and like starts barking at one of the U.S. Marshals that are out outside of his house. And so they would don't give away their where they're at. The guy shoots and kills the dog, and then Sam Weaver comes out. That's Randy Weaver's son. His son comes out, and he's like, "You, you kill my dog, you son of a bitch!" And then he starts shooting at the at the federal agent. He misses. 
then he runs off and the and the and the agent shoots the 14 year old in the back and kills him and then randy weaver one of randy weaver's friends um can't remember his name at the top of my head um he he ends up he he returns fire kills one of their agents and it turns into an 11 day standoff and the guy i was talking about lon horiuchi was a sniper mm-hmm. and while after the kids killed after um sam weaver gets killed they run off back into the cabin and they, they're kind of they're, they're hiding out in there and uh Vicky Weaver is at uh, is standing between the door and Lon Horiuchi, the sniper in the ATF, shoots and kills her. Shoots her in the in the temple, kills her while she's holding her like two month old baby. So and all this happened like they're in this eleven day siege and they, he eventually surrenders because I mean he had, he doesn't have he doesn't have the, the the same like artillery that the branch davidians and david koresh had like he mm-hmm. he really had no shot so he surrendered he um goes to court wins millions of dollars because they they didn't show they they didn't tell him that um like they had no he had they had no idea those were federal agents when it first happened it just looked like someone was out there to kill them so mm-hmm. they're just returning fire so like they had no idea that that this was the federal government right so because they didn't announce it they didn't announce it and they, they broke a bunch of laws. Like the any the thing to know about the ATF is they're they're goofy as hell. Mm-hmm. Like they're at this time, I think they'd only been around for like twenty years. And I mean they're they weren't like the FBI who were a little more buttoned up. Right. So they, they made they these guys are fucking idiots. They're a bunch of bunch of uh bunch of they they're they're out there trying to be a bunch of warriors, like they're a bunch of they thought they're a bunch of Marines. They went and murdered a they they went and murdered a kid, murdered a, a a mother that had a little child, a bunch of harmless people. So this is the reason that most people talk about Ruby Ridge and and Waco because they're very similar. Because it mm-hmm. it was it was all based on a, a little gun charge that you could a have government uh, set up a government setup. It was all set up. It, I mean anything. Well, yeah, because there's a there's an undercover federal agent. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah. Weaver to sell a gun to him, and then it's like, oh, it's not, it's not short enough. I want you to make it shorter. Yeah. Oh, uh, we just got you on a gun charge. Whoops! You should have made that. It, it's kind of like what you see, like right now with, um, with the the governor that was that was getting kidnapped, which uh, Gretchen Whitmer, and like mm-hmm. everyone there was in the FBI, mm-hmm. and then like the January sixth thing, where now they're saying, I think Tucker Carlson was talking about how. Uh, one of the agents was saying that 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 riot was just full of federal agents. Oh, hundred thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, yes. it's it just like like they keep doing it, and people keep falling for it. It, it, well, drives, and- it drives me crazy. Like it's like it's there. Like that's why that's why I even if my podcast never blows up and it is the biggest sh- conspiracy show in the world, I. I think it's our duty or I don't know about you, but I know it's my duty to kind of tell people like, this is what's happening. Right. Waco. They went and killed a bunch of women and children and American citizens over a a bunch of guns. Well, and let's, let's talk about Waco and like how, how that came about. mm -hmm. So people, so people know like how that started. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so Waco, 
was and and this this is back this is like in 1993 this is a few months after ruby ridge mm-hmm. um i believe it was like because ruby ridge happened in august and the uh waco start the waco siege started february 28th so it was it was, it was about ha- maybe five or six months mm-hmm. um so david koresh he he takes over the branch davidians in Mount Carmel, which is outside of Waco. Mm-hmm. And um, the ba- basically he, he's a seventh. He It's like a they're seventh Adventist. They're part of the seventh Adventist church, right. which is like a, it's a, it's a p- apocalyptic uh, church. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. they're suicidal. They believe that there is the end is coming. And mm-hmm. this is a thing that David Koresh, uh, he he deciphered the seven seals and the seven seals have to do with um, in, in the simplest terms, there is going to be a Messiah that comes in and they're going to fight against uh, Babylon, who is uh, Babylon's going to destroy, I think, uh, Israel. I don't remember what, what it was because it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really weird. Seven seals are, are, are very strange, but and for it, those who don't know, seven seals are in the book of Revelation. Yes, so he David Koresh is a guy who is, um, when he was a child, he was he, he, he was dyslexic. So, what people that are dyslexic will, when they read something, they memorize it. So, he I, memorized the whole uh New Testament and he knew the 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 revelations better than everyone, like anyone that was that was there. Uh, any of the branch Davidians that were there, they, they all said the same thing. Like this guy knows this thing better than anybody I've ever been around. Like, and these guys are like hardcore, hardcore Christians. Mm-hmm. And um, so the so yeah, so the, this this apocalypse happens, and then after the apocalypse happens, there's kind of like a reset. So like they can they can live in peace and whatever. So it would make sense that when the siege happens. They're like, oh, uh, uh, this is the apocalypse. So that's how everyone started to believe, like, oh, this is really going down. But anyways, um, so he, he gets all these followers at Mount Carmel. And David Koresh, he and, and his people, they 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 had they had a bunch of guns like he, he liked going to gun shows in Austin. He would drive mm-hmm. into Austin and, and he was a big participant in, in gun shows, which is not, none of this is illegal, by the way. Right. Correct. I can go to a gun show right now and buy a gun mm-hmm. even back then. Back then, even he, he can go and, and buy as many guns as he wants. You, you're 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 making you're making a payment between another person. It's there's there's nothing you, you have the Second Amendment that protects that, right? So they the ATF they start saying, oh, I, we have we have some proof that they they have a meth lab in this place, and then that he has illegal guns. So they they write up the and, and there is no meth lab in there. That's, that's all bullshit. No. <laughs> like come on these are the, these are the fucking dorkiest christians you imagine these are like the guys i went to sunday school with <laughs> like when I was these are up. these are like the type of people that like wear things like buttoned up you know no women don't show skin on their neck and stuff yeah. like that it's like high collar you know high shirt whatever they're not yeah they're not drug people at all yeah yeah, and like just what what was his name? Steve Schmidt, I think was his name. The like his the, the second I wouldn't call him second in charge, but he was the guy that was talking to the interrogator. Mm-hmm. And and we ever listened to his uh, when he's because t- all the a lot of the stuff you can find online 
like the audio of him talking to the interrogator. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he won't cuss. It's, it makes me laugh. He's like Ned Flanders. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, gosh, you're over here shooting children. You're shooting here and there's children in here. <laughs> Oakley, dokley. Oh, holy heck, what are you doing? <laughs> We're over here just fearing for our lives. <laughs> well, and these are the kind of people um, that a lot of people don't, <clears throat> don't understand that what they did like to make money for themselves was make like, homemade stuff mm-hmm. and try to sell their, you know, their goods or whatever yeah. to get money to like, you know, buy more chickens to raise or, you know, whatever. It's like, it was like a little, um, like farm that almost they like, had. Yeah. Almost like the Amish. Cause they mm-hmm. built, they built the buildings by themselves. I believe. Right. right. Um, they had their own water. They had their own food supply. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I mean, I don't know. And how every they... everyone that lived there worked. Yeah. So it, it was it was like a commune mm-hmm. where you know y- you can live here, but you have to contribute. So either you're you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're uh, you know raising the chickens, or you know whatever. They all contributed to life there. Yeah. Yeah. So so this this whole thing, this warrant, they come in. They, they show up the, the way they knew about it. I think the guy was named Davy Jones was his name. He worked in the post office and the ATF again, idiots told the, the media, they told everyone they're like, Oh, we're about to do this raid um, over here in Mount Carmel. And mm-hmm. they're talking about it. Like the news people were talking about it in the post office. So mm-hmm. the guy, one of the branch Davidians, uh, it was David Koresh's brother-in-law. He hears about this. And he, uh, he, he goes and he drives, drives home and he tells everyone um, at the compound, like, hey, like, shit's about to go down. Like, we, mm-hmm. um, ATF's coming. And, and, and the crazy thing is Robert Rodriguez was there. He's one of the guys that was pretending to be a college student. The guy was almost 40 years old. He looked nothing like a college student. So hilarious. <laughs> but, like, he's on, like they, had all, they, they had an area where, where they had surveillance across the street from the from from the compound right but david koresh knew he was he was he was a fed well yeah because he would he would go outside Mm -hmm. and like go over to the neighbor's house and like hey do you want to come over for dinner yeah you know kind of stuff and like Mm -hmm. trying to let this the fed know that you know he he's welcome to come over and and have a meal with them or pray with them or whatever yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Robert Robert Rodriguez was there mm-hmm. and he uh he hears the news and he just and and David Koresh he in the branch of Indians, they they he's like, let's pray together, whatever. And Robert was like, Oh, well, that's just weird. So he prays with them and he's like, All right, um he's like, You're he's like he's like, You should probably go with your your people. And he he says Robert Rodriguez says when he was walking out he was like sure they're gonna shoot him in the back but they didn't mm-hmm. so he goes back to the ATF to to his buddies and he's like we should call this off they know it's coming and they're like no 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 we're, we're doing this like there's there's nothing you can do it's right. happening the the war machine's moving you can't slow it down yeah they came in like like <clears throat> like 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 basically like how the how the army would go into like Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Like during 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 the war, and they yeah. they they show up, 
David Koresh sees him and he comes out. He's like, let me let me go and handle this. Let me he's like, just take the women and children, uh, go, take them out of here and put them in a safe place. And he goes out there. He's and he has his hands up and he's like, he's like, don't shoot. He's like, he's like, there's 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 kids inside, but they start shooting. So he just goes inside. And this is how this leads to a 51 day um, uh, siege mm-hmm. where there is. They were tormented. They were tormented. They were, they they would play they would play the um, on their loudspeakers while they were mm-hmm. trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. They would they would play um, they would play music. They play rabbits being slaughtered mm-hmm. in this loudspeaker. They would they would flash bright lights into the windows. And there's children there, mm-hmm. so they're not only punishing adults; they're punishing children. Mm-hmm. They have they have helicopters flying around the buildings. And they found out where their water tanks were, and they they shot the water tanks. So they had the only way they're able to get water is is through rainwater. So mm-hmm. they would put their buckets outside their windows, and like that was just enough for them for drinking water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and 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 after they had killed, like I was saying earlier in this episode, like they they killed those four federal agents. It led to war. These guys wanted blood. They would, they would, they, that's, that's what brought the FBI and the, and the agents would, would, um, they use these tanks and while they would have people like hanging out of tanks, like mooning them, mm-hmm. uh, flipping them off. And there was, there was a branch of video that had, that had got killed in, in, in that shootout that they had to bury. And then the tank would run over that body over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and then the tanks would go and destroy cars. It was, it was, it was not, it was not pretty. And this is all before the last day. The last day is when the most the most fucked up shit happens. And I, I don't know if you want to get into that yet because it, it's man. <laughs> You're more than welcome to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, because there is there's a lot of FLIR footage that proves what what they're saying was true. Mm-hmm. Like when they're saying there was no, um, there was no one shooting into the compound. That flare footage for anyone that doesn't know, it's, uh, it's I think it's frontal lights. Uh, hold on, let me let me pull this up real fast, just so I'm not giving you bad information. Okay. Um, um, and just so people are aware, uh, like I said, I I lived about a mile away. Um, and you could see and hear like the really loud music and the you know all all night long the light the lights that they were shining into the building they were like very i don't i don't even know what you would consider them but it was like it was like uh mimicking like sunlight all night long with these lights that they were using, but yeah, they were playing like metal music and, and if you can think of like uh, screeching nails on a chalkboard type stuff, like screeches and, and all kinds of crazy stuff that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so basically what the flare footage did was it, it, it looks at, it, it looks like a, it almost looks like night vision when you look at it, but it, mm-hmm. what it sees is heat in, in cold mm-hmm. and that's a reason you can see like fire coming out from a gun or mm-hmm. um some some of the ways th- this is how they found out that that the 
that they actually lit the the, the compound on fire. Mm-hmm. So on the last day before I get into Fleer is the way it, the 51st day of, of, of the siege, they decide to use a thing called CS gas. CS gas is illegal in basically every, I mean, you, you can't even use it in war. In the, you can in use the it. Geneva convention, it was outlawed. It was, it's, it's banned. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what this does, it, it's supposed to be like, like, it's supposed to be like, gas that can that can knock you out it, it's highly lethal it, it's fucked mm-hmm. up and they were putting this all around the buildings so like just to like um for context these it, when you're in the army when you when you go to boot camp there is you get exposed to cs gas but like mm-hmm. very small amounts of it and it shows people taking it they throw up and makes your skin burn. It's it's mm-hmm. awful. But hurts your eyes really bad too. And what this expert said, and it's on uh it, it's on a really good documentary. You can find it on YouTube. It's um it's called dang it. I'm sorry, I didn't pull this up. That's it's all right. Uh I don't mean to be quiet because I, I go crazy about quiet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on, a, on a podcast and like oh, i guess i gotta go and take that out oh, it's called rules of engagement <laughs> so there there's a documentary called rules of engagement if anyone if, if if you're into waco i highly suggest you watching this documentary it's 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 incredible it's it's factual based and they break down all the all the flare footage and also cs gas but um with this guy on the on on this documentary he's an expert on on this type of stuff he says what happened was they put tw- 20 times the amount that these guys in, in boot camp were receiving. And it was like for over six hours, mm-hmm. it was just getting pumped. Like they, they would take these tanks with, um, and it w- they would punch holes through the buildings and they right, would put the side of the house. Yeah. in the side of the house, they, they punched holes all throughout the house and just pumped it full of CS gas. And CS gas is extremely, extremely flammable. Anything, mm-hmm. anything like that thing, it, it's it's it it's gonna blow up. Right. So they they they've been doing this for hours. They're just putting all the CS gas. Basically, turns it into a tinderbox because mm-hmm. just full of it. And um, this they there there is flare footage of of it of igniting of something igniting and starting the fire. And they later on found evidence of, of like this it's kind of like a it, it comes from a like a, a grenade launcher it's an it's an igniter mm-hmm. i can't remember i don't have the, the name in front of me right now just because i don't i don't want to stop the podcast <laughs> but they, but but there is they, they found two of them there and it and th- this is like the smoking gun mm-hmm. and and there are some parts of the evidence that they refuse to look at and another thing about CS gas is when when it gets ignited, it, it turns into hydrogen, hydrogen cyanide. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the children that die there, because if you if you listen to the people that, that believe that David Koresh and his people set the, the compound on fire, they don't they don't want to acknowledge the cyanide part because right. si- most of those kids that died that day died of cyanide poison. They mm-hmm. didn't burn to death. They died of cyanide poison. Right. And what happens with cyanide is 
because they use it hydrogen cyanide is part of lethal injection so mm -hmm. when you see someone that when you, you ever see someone that gets lethal injection they have they have their arms tied down and their legs tied down and do you know why they do that uh because it makes you twitch makes you twitch and your muscles contract and your bones mm -hmm. break right so when you see the when you see the kids and like cause there's pictures of it their bodies are contorted and like basically broken mm -hmm. in half right like their 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 backs are broken <clears throat> they they look like Look it like looks scorpions. like something I was going to say, it looks like something from like a, like a demonic possession movie or something where yes, like whatever. And their, their limbs are broken and contorted and, and it's, whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's fucked up. It's, it's, <clears throat> yeah. They look like, they look like scorpions. Yeah. Like, cause their, their, their bodies were, were burnt to a crisp. Their backs were, were, were broken in half. Their arms were, were broken in half. Mm-hmm. It's not happening from the fire. I mean, part no. of it is, but yeah, I mean, the, that's the, that's not a that's not a common thing to have happen in, in a fire. Mm -mm. No, and like the the, the court, like the coroners, they they sent out their people to get footage of it, and an FBI agent told the guy was like, "Hey, he's like, hey, you can't shoot this right now." Like he's like, um, he's like, "You got to give me the, the tape." And there mm -hmm. he's like, "No, I'm shooting this for my boss. He's the doctor so and so. He's in Tarrant County, which is." Um, right. or in the Dallas area. Mm -hmm. And, and he, he was like, they're like, don't worry, we'll give it back. And so like later on, they're like, Hey, can we get our tape back? And they're like, Oh yeah, we'll bring it back later on. Well, we're going to meet it's in the San Antonio office. And they're like, all right, we're going to meet up with you in San Antonio. And they go over there like, Oh no, actually we lost the tape. Tape's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and does that remind you of modern day stuff where like they didn't want uh, coroners or funeral home directors, uh, <laughs> yeah, really a lot. footage of anything that they're finding. <clears throat> um, on the top of my head, yeah, I mean, there is one that that we're not there's there's a situation we're not allowed to talk about mm -hmm. because we'll completely get taken off anything. Mm -hmm. I'll just say the initials are S and H, mm -hmm. and I've been out there. And um, we did an episode on Adam Lanza. Mm -hmm. I think we could say, I, I think we say Adam Lanza. I don't know if you want to bleep that out. No, that's but, all right. Okay, because I know people get removed from YouTube all the time. Yeah, I don't do YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got two strikes on YouTube. I'm trying. I'm I'm, I'm holding on. <laughs> I would be out so fast because uh, I do a lot of expose on medical stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, yeah. I would. I would get the boot quick. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me? I, like I talk about, I talk about pedophiles a lot. And they banned me. They're like, this is for, mm -hmm. for bullying. What? I was like, what a pedophile. I bully mm -hmm. them all day. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So uh, Adam Lanza uh, is the guy, his psychiatrist, the guy that, that gave him all the, all of his benzos and SSRIs. Mm -hmm. He burned all of his, all the medical information about that. And he later on got arrested for like um, some kind of sexual abuse stuff. Mm -hmm. um, his house was completely bulldozed, Adam Lance's house, because we, we went we we went to the street uh, where where he grew, where he lived, and his house is gone. Mm -hmm. But like Peter Manfredonia's house is still there. He's the guy that did the um, he did a mass I think a mass stabbing in 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 Yukon at Yukon University. University mm -hmm. of Connecticut, I mean. Right. And um, his dad, 
uh, Peter Manfredonia, Chris Manfredonia was actually at the, he was, he was a guy that they temporarily arrested. Cause remember they said there was multiple shooters there. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that was dressed in all in army fatigues. His dad was there and they lived down the street from Adam. Adam. That that's, that is a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about doing a whole episode on that. On Patreon. You should, you should, yeah. but that's the thing is th- there's so many things like this that have happened throughout history, especially in my, in my lifetime and I'm over half a century old. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, Oh, thank you. (laughs) But it's like all these things all have shady underhanded government crap in them because Mm -hmm. number one, it was in Texas with yes. the Waco thing. Sorry about that. Um, you, There's no limit on uh, the amount of firearms that you can have. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, well, we're going to get them for this. Well, we're going to say they have a meth lab. Okay. Yeah. And what these people are actually doing is producing like their own uh, poultry, m- making honey, uh, you know, making macrame stuff or whatever to sell at the local market. Now, I don't know if he was really a pedophile or not. Yeah, there's no proof um, of that. No, zero proof of that. Yeah, no. And the people that I knew that I went to classes with and stuff, they had um, parents that lived there. Yeah. They're actual parents. There were families that lived there. And so, you know, to me, it's like conjecture because there's no proof of that. Yeah. It's, and the, the thing about it, and I'm not defending this at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's weird to say, but Texas, I don't know if it's still like this, but you used to be able to get married at mm-hmm. 14 as long as you have your parents' consent. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's right, but that that and and this has to do with them. We're like, oh, we we were trying to bust a pedophile ring. You're like, no, you're the ATF first off, and second of all, right? Like, they have no jurisdiction have, in that. Yeah, you have no jurisdiction of that. <laughs> and yeah. that's what's so funny to me is is literally it's like a hodgepodge <laughs> agency. It's, we're gonna carry out uh, for alcohol. Uh, tobacco and let's throw firearms in there because alcohol and tobacco, you're not going to be able to arrest people on uh, very often. So yeah. uh, Like what, what is the point of that agency at all? Because what are they going to like bust up tobacco Mm. farms or moonshine place here? It's not. Oh, don't get me. Don't get me started uh, on feds. I don't believe the FBI should should exist. I don't think the CIA should exist. I don't need the ATF. Like, why? Why can't the local government do that? Why do you need you? Why do you need the federal government to do? What do they do different besides murder? Like, <laughs> like well, and that's the thing is that that's what it's such an interesting contrast with all of the things that you cover, mm-hmm. and even like all of the things that are modern day, um, stuff. You know where like the federal government's involved overseas in everybody else's business. The federal government is involved in your healthcare uh, yeah. and stuff. And 
to me, the federal government should be uh, burnt down and restarted. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're under a different about, system. Yeah, yeah. There, there's got to be something done about it when mm-hmm. when you're. I mean, you could talk about our foreign policy. Our foreign policy is full of 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 us toppling dictatorships and mm-hmm. implementing our version of or our our version of democracy. And you're right. you're you're killing millions of people. You have the FBI who's been complicit in in child pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Who's part of child pedophilia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's part of trafficking? <clears throat> yeah, like the, mm-hmm. the, the the Franklin scandal. You got the uh, Franklin scandal. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> that that is maybe I, I read the Franklin's. I I read the Franklin scandal by Nick Bryant. Mm-hmm. It is the darkest book I've ever read in, read in my life. It like mm-hmm. it gave it's me nightmares. Disturbing. It, it, it it is fucking disturbing, mm-hmm. and it was there's so much proof of it, and there and and there there's so many people involved. Like you got the local government, you mm-hmm. have the feds, you have the president of the United States at 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 that time, you had Supreme Court justices, and there is so much corroborating evidence. And the way they shut these kids up is they just gave them a bunch of drugs and made mm-hmm. them junkies. And they're like you're like we you really gonna put a junkie in front of a judge right now? Mm-hmm. So like, and then the judges too. The judges were paid off. They took these. They got these guys. They got these guys out of retirement to to, to basically end these people. They fucking mm-hmm. ended these people. A guy that finally was going to bring them down. They shot his plane out of the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An actual plane got shot out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, his plane fell apart mid air. Like, how? Mm-hmm. How does a plane mm-hmm. fall apart? <laughs> yeah, mid air. I can see it crashing, but it said it fell apart mid air. You're like, well, ah, okay, that's weird. And you know, not just the the Franklin scandal, but uh, there's so many things with like uh, boys' homes or orphanages. Doctor mm-hmm. Fauci is um, was involved in upstate New York. In oh, a, I know about in, that one. In an orphanage, well, a couple of different um, orphanages where they would uh, drug the children and force them, like investigative, supposedly uh, drugs, procedures, whatever, they would forcibly do this to these children. So there was no parental consent. Mm-hmm. Um, they have done it to. Um, facilities that are for like mentally handicapped people. Mm-hmm. So Roger Rivera did a, a, a whole documentary on that mm-hmm. about how those kids uh, with uh, mental retardation mm-hmm. where they, they stuck them inside of this basically insane, ins- insane asylum and they've mm-hmm. treated them like dogs. It's fucking mm-hmm. awful. And then the mm-hmm. one you're talking about with, with Dr. Fauci, we did that. We did an episode on uh, Anthony Fauci and his handling of AIDS Mm-hmm. And we covered that, and there was like a mass grave of children mm-hmm. at the at this place in New York, mm-hmm. it, and they they were just like they're just they're orphans, so they're basically wards of the state, and they would right. just test drugs on these kids. I was like, God, and damn. and it makes you wonder because like our um uh like foster system um stuff like that is so corrupt right now. Like when uh, DHS takes away your kids or whatever, and they're put in, 
you know, these facilities and stuff, and then they can't account for the children. Mm-hmm. They don't know where the children went. I I have a very strong guess of where the children went. Oh yeah, same you know? here. It's it's what's going on at the border right now is 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 a humanitarian crisis. Mm-hmm. You have these children that don't have. I mean, they're they're immigrants, so they don't have a, a social security card. They mm-hmm. really don't do not even exist. Right. So like all the ones being separated at, at, at the border, it's been going on for at least what almost almost two decades. Mm-hmm. They try to say, oh, this was Trump's policy. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was happening under Obama, too. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Obama, one of, one of the one of the most fucking evil presidents we've ever had. Like this mm-hmm. guy was drone bombing kids and he fucking was killing American citizens just because they thought they're in ISIS. If they're in <laughs> ISIS or not, you you can't you got to be able to 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 at least be in court. Like that's what the NDAA was where they can basically throw you in Gitmo if they see that you're a terrorist. But I mean, well, on a tangent. <laughs> but the thing is re moving the goalpost and redefining uh, you know, because everybody from January 6th is a terrorist and anybody that speaks, you know, against a uh, COVID narrative or whatever, you're a terrorist and like everybody's a terrorist other than uh, the liberal side yeah. of of things. Yeah. But I think that, you know, with all of these things, with all of these scandals and um I'm going to say flag if flag events that have occurred, you know, throughout history and all of the government involvement. The thing that people have the hardest time overcoming is number one, why would the government lie to me? Mm -hmm. And also why would the government uh, hurt or kill people? Yeah, I mean they're 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 pretty good at at deception and murder and manipulation <laughs> tactics. Manipulation, like they mm-hmm. they the the reason. I mean, I don't know what it is about April nineteenth, but that seems like a day they like to murder. Like mm-hmm. they they had the thing they had uh, Waco, they had Oklahoma City bombing, they had Columbine, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. had uh, I think the the L.A. riots were also April nineteenth. So. Like these things, they've they've done them before, and this is they're 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 a constant war with mm-hmm. with civilians, right? Where they want to, they they were if you deem somebody as a domestic terrorist, mm-hmm. they can they're like oh we can take away some of your rights, so like they're they're terrified of us because we have guns. Like I, one of one of my buddies, uh, Gary Faust, he's like a reporter slash um, I mean he a podcaster in Austin. And he asked this guy, he was just like, he's like, do you think um, if, if Americans rose up, you think uh, you think they can fight the American government? The guy's like, well, they have jets and they have this, this and this. They have nukes. And then everyone in the comments is like, I go ask Afghanistan and Iraq about that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we, we, we can totally fight, fight back. Like, that's a reason why they keep trying to take our rights away. It's right. Because everyone here has guns. Well, and and. One of the things that's very concerning to me is all this stuff plastered all over the news recently about 
uh, the the gun grab, like banning assault weapons. Well, mm -hmm. any weapon can assault somebody. Yeah. So what does, what does that encompass exactly? Because they, if you ask for specifics on what weapons they're talking about, they cannot tell you because they don't know shit about guns. Yeah, they, they think AR and an AR-15 means assault rifle. So right. it's, it's and like, I love my guns and, and the people listen to my show are, are big gun guys. So I don't, mm -hmm. and they know a lot more about guns than I do. But right. what I would say with guns is get a lot of them and buy a lot of ammo and don't tell anyone what guns you have and don't mm -hmm. flash your guns. And on don't social put them on social media. Yeah, oh my God. Don't please yeah. don't do that because they will take your um, uh, whatever the, the, the number that's on there. Mm -hmm. And and now your shit is on a it, registry. It, it's on a registry now. Mm -hmm. That's why when because. Uh, Adam, my co-host, he he always has a gun on his desk, and we we showed it on one of the episodes, and I and I I I put a I put a little sensor on it because, and I, I put it on my Instagram too because <laughs> we're fucking around, but I, I made sure to black out the whole gun first off because mm -hmm. Instagram is like you know how they are, right. S secondly, you you don't want to go on a, on a registry, right. And well, and that's the thing is they're is they're pushing for that. Mm -hmm. Um, with these new, uh, what is it? 87,000 IRS agents that they mm -hmm. hired or whatever that, that have supposedly been going door to door. Like, can I see your guns? Whatever. Uh, no, mm -hmm. it, you're not coming in my house. Yeah. And no, yeah. I'm not telling you what we have or yeah. what we don't have. Wink, wink. Buy a gun with cash mm -hmm. because, and, and that that's something I want to get into is like going back, getting like, man, because I've been really thinking about like homesteading and just like moving mm -hmm. away from this whole system because mm -hmm. Fed now is being put in and it's basically money is going to be all digital. Right. Everything's can be tracked. If right. you say something like what we're saying on the show right now, they they could be like, hey, they're talking about guns and telling people to buy guns. So we're going to freeze his account for a little bit. And mm -hmm. anyone that thinks that's a conspiracy, it happened in Canada. Right. These people were just protesting mm -hmm. because they don't want to take they didn't want to take the you know what. Mm -hmm. So and then they froze their accounts. Right. Canada Canada is not that far from us. Well, and you know, though, even people now that they literally do digital banking, uh, everything's online. You use your bank card. They can literally track every credit card payment, every, you know, bank card transaction, the whole nine yards. And that's why the best option that you have is always pay cash for something. Pay cash. Pull that money out of the bank, go through the drive through pull that money out of the bank and go get what you need so they can't track that. Yeah, I had a, I had a relative that told me they're like, well, I'm, I'm I have nothing to hide. I have nothing mm -hmm. to hide. You're like, yeah, for now, like what happens? Like, like these people that, that don't like Trump, they're like, what if, what if Trump turns out to be like the guy that you thought he was going to be? Like, what if there's another guy that is a fascist, that is mm -hmm. an actual fascist that right. doesn't want you to, th that hates all your liberal value. Like what if, what if that guy becomes president? I'm not, and I'm not saying who, who would be, mm -hmm. but there, maybe there's a guy that they disagree with. And that guy was like, Oh, we're going to take, 
if you say this, we're we're going to show up at your house with with feds and we're going to freeze your account. Like mm -hmm. it could it could go both this can go both ways. So that's, well, and that's the thing that gets me is like with the with the government and them setting up, you know, all these different people on gun charges or, you know, saying they've done something that they haven't or they're included in a group that, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and there's even been like, I think it was Laura Loomer. Yeah. Uh, that was testifying before Congress or whatever. And they, and they had told her the federal government had told her, well, we were going to plant uh, child pornography on your, on your husband's computer, or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. They have the capability to set you up in ways that you do not even know. Yep. And, and, and not defending, not saying one way or another, if I like, don't like, but look at what they did to Trump. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like you have Biden that did the exact same thing. Pence did the exact same thing with the records and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're setting that up, you know, or like we were just discussing the other day, like the cocaine in the White House. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, right yeah. after Hunter was there. But mm -hmm. what they're going to do in their wink investigation they are literally going to look through the visitor logbooks and find somebody to pin that on reason being um, if, if it were to come out that that was Hunter's, his plea deal would be invalid. Mm, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Uh -huh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Everything they, that they said that Trump was, it's what Biden is. It was like they're projecting. Right. Like he has, a, well, that's like, what always happens. Biden literally has a crime family. Mm -hmm. And and they're they're we're working with the Russians, like and he it, was bragging about it on a press conference mm -hmm. like years ago when he was the vice president. Yeah, and then we're then we're 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 fighting a proxy war in the Ukraine where Hunter Biden was like mm -hmm. on the board of Burisma. You're just like, mm -hmm. God damn, it's all connected. Why well, why aren't more of the why is the media like on top of this? Oh, that's right, because it's ran by the fucking. <laughs> by the cia well Sorry. and you want to know the interesting um part that they're trying to cover up about all of the money that we've been sending to ukraine uh for the war that's in front of the green screen uh, if yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah I know exactly <laughs> um, it's the 87 pharmaceutical mm -hmm. companies bio companies yeah. in ukraine Yep. Yep. If, if, and if anyone wants to research all these types of stuff, um, look into Operation Gladio and look into uh, the Maiden Revolution in, in the Ukraine, how we basically toppled a, a democratically ran government and implemented our own guys. Mm -hmm. Which is it, what we literally do all over mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And then you will hear our government whine about for foreign interference in elections. Yeah, when, when that's all we do. That's our. That's literally our foreign policy. That's our mo. Yes. Yeah. And and a uh, case in point, like the world leaders during the COVID, that were not on board with the protocols that they were pushing, mm -hmm. m mysteriously died. Yep. 
It's been a, it's been a while. And then, and then we got new leaders installed or um, Zelensky in Ukraine is like, I'm not going to uh, like, we're not going to have an election until this war's over. <laughs> of course. Okay. Sounds familiar. Like uh, on the uh, interview that Obama gave that was like during my third term. I mean, uh, when the next president takes over. Oh yeah, they're literally. He literally is in a third term right now. Like everyone 100%, that was, yeah. everyone that was like, we're we're in his cabinet. They're all Biden's guys. So he has a third. There's that's there, a third term. Oh, it's man. so it's so crazy to me. So in any of the cases that you guys have researched and covered, did was anybody in the government ever really held accountable? for anything dang that that's tough because i mean when you look we we haven't done an episode on on uh, uh abu Ghraib. so but basically all those people that are, were involved all the higher up people they all got promoted after that mm-hmm. and there were like what happens is some of the lower level people tend to get like in more in the biggest shit but like the people that that get punished the most are 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 whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. So like you have oh, that sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you, you got like Michael Hastings where they like took over his car and blew it up. And people mm-hmm. were like, oh, what? You can't control a car in twenty what was it twenty twelve? Like, uh, yeah, you could. <laughs> Ever since they started chipping everything, sure they can. Yeah, DARPA actually was on sixty minutes and was talking about like they there is video of it. Oh, my son's yelling at me over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but DARPA was over there, like, showing off on 60 Minutes at how they could start, how they can actually control a car. Mm -hmm. And we we have it on on our Michael Hastings episode. It's it's fascinating. Well, and it's interesting, too, because a lot of times you will see them take out strips in the road. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and lay new material in these strips that they dug. And they're not, it's not like it's pipe or anything because it's on the interstate. Mm-hmm. They're actually laying down, you know, where they can stop your car. Yeah. With these things. So, yeah. It, yeah. And, and all these people on the right, and a lot of people that listen to my show on the right. So I'm not trashing everyone on the right, but there are people that like worship. Elon Musk and like no 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 Elon yeah, Musk no. Is, is one of them like they, yeah. the the reason they can build deep underground military bases is partly because of his the technology they use for boring company like come on Correct. and and also they're trying to put everything together into one social media platform like right. it, it, like it's it's all it's all control hence, like all media hence why he's hiring all these people from the WEF. Yeah, like the, the as, one that was as board members and and control people. And if you notice, like when that um, what the hell was her name? Oh, the one she, that's the one taking over CEO. She had a yeah, she had a real strange name. I can't remember what her name is. Mm-hmm. But when when they installed her, yeah. I noticed that censorship went berserk again. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I try to get a following on Twitter. It's just like I can't I can't, I can't be on. I, I could I could do it on Instagram, even though I 
I wish we could just get off all these things, but we, we, you know how it is. We got to grow the shows and we got to mm-hmm. promote when the new stuff's come, comes out. But, mm-hmm. if, if- but that's, that's like another thing is, is like all of the censorship and the government overreach and overstep into basically trampling your first amendment right on, on free speech and what you are allowed to say and what's offensive and, you know, whatever. And so this, this new, you know, like that was just stayed by a judge that, that any government agencies, whatever, are not allowed to have any contact with any type of streaming or social media service Mm -hmm. to censor people especially organizations with three letters um, are not allowed to do that. Now, of course uh, the Biden DOJ is, is fighting that saying that that that's unconstitutional for that judge to make that ruling. No, it's (laughs) not. It's unconstitutional for you to decide what people can and cannot say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally written in the first amendment. Mm hmm. Well, that's we got to change all those because you know we've changed the definition of so much lately. We we should just break into uh, uh, different countries. Countries too big. Let let the <laughs> let let the West and East Coast have their own centralized government. Amen. And down south, we'll do our own thing. Amen. If, if they don't, <laughs> people don't like it. They can just go to California. Like we're like you could be a refugee. We'll we'll allow you refugees to leave, and we'll we'll run our we'll have our own shit. Exactly. And I, I would be okay with that. I was just mm-hmm. talking to a friend that lives in California today mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, all of the businesses around me are mm-hmm. shutting down and he lives in like a, a hoity toity mm-hmm. area. And uh, what's happening is China is buying up so many businesses, houses and properties there mm-hmm. And then letting them sit empty or vacant. Oh yeah, Charlie. So no Robinson. one else can purchase them. Do you know Charlie Robinson? Uh huh. Yeah, he did an episode about um, like the cycles of cities, and he was he was describing what happened to, to Detroit is happening to San Francisco right now, mm-hmm. and he was talking about all the like the millions of square feet of mm-hmm. open uh, uh, what's it called. Um, business um, offices are are vacant right now mm-hmm. and they're being bought up by mm-hmm. some of these companies like just think about BlackRock. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even say like China. I mean China has a lot of investments in BlackRock. Right. So I mean they're they're gonna eventually own everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean we're just gonna have to hey, we're we're, we're one of the only states uh, right now that doesn't have things like that or isn't selling all of the farmland to Bill Gates. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that, that's a, the, the whole Bill Gates and, and farm thing. That's a, that's a big problem. Like mm-hmm. they just approve the, the lab grown meats. Mm-hmm. And it was funny cause Austin has South by Southwest, which is like a huge like festival here. Mm-hmm. It's like music, film, right. interactive stuff. But I worked this event, this Australian embassy event, and this they we had to work with this Australian chef that was using uh, lab grown I think it was lab grown chicken and everyone that uh, ate it had to sign an end like an NDA or, they, or no they had to sign a release so if like they die or get cancer they can't sue them 
Because what's well, funny because those those are made from cancer cells. Cancer cells, exactly. Uh-huh. Like that's that's why they grow so fast because they're cancer cells. <laughs> people are literally eating cancer cells. I, I tell people like, you're gonna eat that? Gonna what do you that? want for dinner? Oh, I would like uh, some grilled cancer cells, please. Yeah. Well, at least at least they didn't kill the little chicken. I'm like what? <laughs> what? That's that's insane. Like just if if you're if just be just eat vegetables all day. Why do you need? I don't. Know. It, it, it's a well, mess. Uh, will it surprise you if they start uh, making fake vegetables as well? It would not shock me. I mean, uh, the vegetables are already fucked. They're full of uh, mm-hmm. Roundup, full mm-hmm. of pesticides. Like, they're the reason everyone's fat now. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, why are Americans so fat? It's good. Don't do anything. They watch TV. Like, no, nah, they watch TV everywhere else. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. The reason people are fat here is because they're being poisoned. Exactly. And that's why I said government involvement in everything, including your health care mm-hmm. and your medications and, you know, and oh, man, the shady cover ups and dealings of medication approval mm-hmm. in this country is disgusting. Yeah. So I, I'm supposed to have a um, the owner of. Uh, chemical free body on the show pretty soon tim james and i was talking to him the other day and he was saying that he he brought he showed me this chart of the more money that we spend on on healthcare, the government spends on healthcare, the more the sicker the country gets i don't Mm -hmm. remember the chart was but i was like oh that's incredible and i know that's like Mm -hmm. um i know they're not directly like correlated correlation isn't necessarily causation but i mean there's something there that people should be paying attention oh a hundred percent the same guys that 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 regulate your drugs also uh regulate your food the fda Mm -hmm. so that's that's a that's a big deal like Mm -hmm. so like you you're essentially creating your own customers well and and for people who don't know like they've heard me say this a lot but if a listener is new to the show look up how many fda employees went on to become executives mm-hmm. at big pharma companies and vice oh, yeah. versa it's uh like what's his name gottlieb that mm-hmm. went to work for pfizer mm-hmm. and that's how they got um that's how they were able to approve pfizer mm-hmm and it, it's like vice versa. Like some of the guys in the FDA went to work for Pfizer. Some people for Pfizer went and worked for the FDA. And then they mm-hmm. all of a sudden they approved a vaccine. Well, I mean, they didn't really approve it. They approved a version of it and just told everyone that the vaccine is approved. And, then, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. That, that was fake news. And they and they do that with drugs all mm-hmm. the time. And they're also uh, very famous for pulling something off the shelf because it is dangerous or found to be carcinogenic or uh, neurotoxic or whatever. They literally will change the name and rebrand it. It's like Monsanto. Same, same drug. Yep. Monsanto, they, they renamed Monsanto. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they renamed Halliburton. Like all these mm-hmm. companies are, I mean, they're still around, but they're right. not, they don't go by there's also shell companies that, that take all all the hits just mm-hmm. so the big corporation doesn't it's it's all it's 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 corporate it's it's fascism it's literally fascism mm-hmm. when the corporate 
the corporations and the and the government uh, work together. That that is fascism. That is the definition. A hundred percent, Mr. Sean. I adored having a conversation with you. It was such a good chit chat. I quite oh, enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on the show. This is this is fun. I this is what I do at night. I look at. <laughs> I stay up till four in the morning looking up this shit. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I sleep. It's crazy looking up Waco and 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 Sound of Freedom, where it's like like just dark subjects. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good on the weekend. I get to hang out with my wife and watch like dumb Same. stuff. <laughs> exactly, that's what we do too. Like it, the week is so stressful that we'll just watch just whatever dumbest movie that's like mm-hmm. a G budget movie that we can find. <laughs> you got to decompress. You got to, you got to get away from it for a while or it will destroy you. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. boy. So Mr. Sean, tell everybody where they can find your stuff at. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at con underscore men underscore podcast. Find me on Twitter at comment podcast one. You can uh, find us on YouTube. Uh, I, I don't really post on there anymore, but you can find us on there. Rumble is where we go live every Tuesday or Wednesday. You can also find our food show. We talk about I, I, I do a food show since I'm a chef and I and I put conspiracy theories. So like I, I do these little cutaways for like I'll, I'll, the, the food looks great. I'll teach you how to cook food and then I'll inject some 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 pretty base shit in there and that's on youtube i'll baste your grilled chicken with something tasty oh yeah (laughs) i did i I did a i did a fried chicken sandwich and then i talked about the fed on there so it's Mm -hmm. good stuff you (laughs) you can find that um on youtube just type in mk ultreats it's mk space u-l-t-r-e-a-t-s i hope i spelled that right <laughs> it's your show. I hope you spelled it right too. Oh yeah. When I start saying letters, I I, I start losing. I'm I'm the worst speller. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Well, Mr. Sean, I appreciate again having you on the show. It was a absolute pleasure, absolute blast. Love the conversation, and hopefully, people learn some stuff. So everybody, go. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Go. Like, share, comment, subscribe, download to Conmed Podcast, MK, all treats, (laughs) (laughs) and all the other good stuff. So make sure that you go do that. Uh, Give them a like, give them a follow. Always appreciated, folks. So thank you again for joining me and for me and for Sean. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.